Grandpa Jim Motivation <laughs> Central Station. How are you all today? The sun is shining on a cold, wintry day in Wisconsin. I am coming to you from my one of my offices, my front porch. Where do grandpas hang out, right? They hang out on the rocking chair on the front porch. <laughs> so anyways, I hope uh, this message finds you well, happy, and joyous, because if you're not, then we need to uh, figure out what's going on, right? So uh, mental health and uh, addiction and traumas, they are all figured out through therapy, through talking, to bringing the insight out. We don't know you are struggling unless you um, tell us, you know, I'm really motivated and inspired by a friend last night. I was listening to him on another podcast and he was saying, and he's in his 40s, and he was saying, you know, uh, the conversation was around mental health and um, the gentleman, I work with a lot of comedians, and the conversation was around why are all the comics today talking about mental health when they're on stage? And my analogy for that is that it's the last thing we can talk about as comedians because no matter if you bring up anything political, you slice your audience in half. And I also think that it's because there's a lot of mental health issues out there and comedians are healers, right? Uh, we go in there, we try to get you laughing, trying to get you feeling better. And thus... Um, I've talked about this being a mental health professional. The best tool that I have ever found for myself, and it's frowned upon in the code of ethics sometimes, and I think that's because, you know, we used to push mental health under the carpet. The best thing we can do, I feel, is self-disclose. Like, I've gone to school with people that didn't have addiction and I don't know how that works because you have no idea the misery and pain when somebody's addiction gets out of control. You know, all substances or feel-good things, they start off good, right? They're, they're moving us off center. So if you have a PTSD um, traumatic event that happened to you, um, it's a great way to distract from you know, the, the abuse or whatever you went through, it's a great way uh, to distract by finding that substance that puts you in a different space mentally, emotionally, until it quits working. And then when it quits working, it's very miserable, horrible. You can lose your death over an addiction. And so I see a big uh, thing happening with health care workers right now. And, um, you know, and I want to get back to my comedian friend because he said, I would be afraid to let my friends know that I was in therapy. Now, that's exactly what we don't want, right? We need to, I don't believe in anonymous programs. Um, I attend anonymous programs, but I, I think the anonymity 
um, keeps a lot of people sick. I think really in our time frame, what's really helped are shows like Celebrity Rehab. That was a good one to show that, hey, even somebody that is, quote, semi-famous or whatever has um, struggles in life. Or I like Lady Gaga coming out with her type of pain and it didn't you know, you know, back in the day, we would push this under the carpet. And so we wanted to make these people look like they're perfect. And I really love it when a celebrity can um, take their format. And, you know, because mental health, one out of five people in a typical year will have a mental health situation come up that's never had one before and with COVID I would say it's probably one out of three there's people struggling financially there's people just you know everyday fear now they're talking about the COVID um, has morphed in England they found it I was listening to the BBC last night and they found that it's 70% more contagious than it was It's 70% more contagious. It's already so contagious. And now they asked the uh, person that deals in viruses that was being interviewed on this BBC program, um, do you think the vaccinations work for, for this new strain of coronavirus? And he says, we think it does. So there's no evidence yet. Do are we going to need another round two? I certainly hope not. I don't. This is not the show I want to get into that discussion on. What I want to get into is I see the first uh, responders uh, needing some help. I actually had a person, uh, first responder, ask um, if there is help for first responders right now and. We are working on it. Our uh, organization I work for, we are helping police and fire departments set up uh, to get conversations going around mental health and to bring the inside out because we can't help you if you don't self-disclose. And so I want to talk about this big wave that's coming. These healthcare workers, they're being overworked. I hear often when I see a television news story from a frontline worker how they're they're explaining how painful it was that um, the loved ones of the person with COVID couldn't come into the room while they were passing away. And when they're telling the story, this becomes part of their story. And it's not going to be able to be a right erased. Can you feel that sense of powerlessness that they have? And um, then watching these people die in such a traumatic way. And um, it, it cannot be pretty. It cannot be pretty at all. So um, these are, you know, PTSD, we look at it sometimes as um, military, you know, the army, the Marines, But were you bullied? Were you abandoned as a kid? Uh, Were you neglected? Was there a parent that was not around? Was there a parent out using drugs when they should have been home with you? Um, Was there any uh, verbal abuse, any sexual abuse? These are all traumatic events. And until you talk about them, 
regardless of what your friends think. See, what we need to change stigma so your friends encourage you to get help, that these things happen to more people <laughs> than the, it almost seems like that than not, you know, which which I'm sure is not true, and hopefully it's not true. But so there's a couple of things, um, as you know, on this podcast, you you never hear me read a uh, commercial up at the front, uh, not one ever, right? And so the way you can um, help me and help you is a couple of things that can help you and your group get out of your situation, okay? Uh, one for groups is how do I start a group? I'm working with a bunch of frontline healthcare workers. We all work at um, uh, Fillmore Hospital in somewhere USA and we've all been traumatized Um, well I have a book that I put together and I did this because we were at a recovery club and we were getting kids in that were um, heroin addicts and the heroin addicts had gone through so much life experience in like three four years so I was helping mostly alcoholics, people that smoked marijuana until this wave of kids came in. And we were looking for a way to get these kids on a recovery program really quick and really fast. So we created a book called SOAR 12-Step Recovery. And uh, SOAR stands for Set Free Others and Recover. And this book is not... uh, an anonymous tool. You can stay anonymous if your group would like, um, but it really helps people that uh, to talk about their mental illness. It's all laid out in the book. There is a page in the white book, the SOAR 12 steps, we call it the white book, where it will t- show you how to start a meeting, you know. Um, and so we get people um, I have people now that's about our fourth year that have been attending the groups and have been conquering and achieving. I actually made a film, and it's on Amazon. It's called Laugh Addict Toxic Drug or Best Medicine. And there is a person in there who, you know, like I said, uh, his name is Tony Cooney. And he was a comic that came to take my comedy classes. And we uh, found out, or I found out, that he was very traumatized. His father was murdered when he was a kid. Um, His mother uh, owned a strip club and was in and out of relationships and abandoned him at one time. So um, he was really through the ringer. And uh, then he was going through some marital problems. And it spurred him into addiction and so he went to the tallest bridge in the state of Wisconsin and was ready to jump off and then the wind blew so hard off Lake Michigan the wind there's nothing to block the wind and so the winds can get really strong so he got up on the side of this bridge and the wind was so strong it blew him back and he decided to walk back down the bridge and so the film follows his story But if you want to see one of the people that are thriving and succeeding, 
Um, you know, you'll see early on in the stages of his life how he was struggling. The film follows him through that process. And today I'm here to tell you that fast forward a, a couple of years later since that film was made um, and uh, that he is prospering. He actually is a mental health worker with me at the uh, Milwaukee County and we use the SOAR 12-step book and the groups to help people uh, with mental health and addiction and PTSD. We use it with veterans. The group we work for is a veterans organization. Um, we're located right across Milwaukee's VA hospital. It's called the Dry Hooch. So if you are a veteran or anybody struggling, you can come into that facility and we'll, we'll point you in the right direction. If you're in the Milwaukee area, the group, uh, the, the, the community program that will help you is called CCS, Community Comprehensive Services. Uh, there is a f- website, a phone number, and they will get you, if you have substance abuse or a mental health issue, you qualify for all kinds of help. Um, when they did away with the mental health hospitals, when the Bush administration went away, Now, the beauty of this is that we bring the mental health team to you wherever you are in your life setting, you know, in your home. And it's up to you as much as you need help or not need help. And so some of the people I see, I'll see them uh, twice a week or once a week or three times a week, whatever they need. Um, Took somebody to horse therapy. Um, I was a little skeptic about equine therapy but um, I learned a lot and it's a very cool program there's a lot of things that I've learned through this process and when I'm doing this work the beauty of it is is it really helps me stay focused and then what are your goals how do you plan to get out of your situation so I wrote a book called what color is your brain scan the answer is in your head and habits and all these this information all these Um, resources are on the uh, Motivation Central Station um, Facebook page. They're already posted. And so if you want to uh, grab that book for your group, again, it will show you how to get your healthcare workers all together and how to um, talk about your traumas you suffered and Um, When you all put them out there on the table, so to say, metaphorically, you put your traumas out on the table and um, your worker next to you shares their trauma and you share theirs, it kind of loses power over you moving forward because we want you to be healthy, prosperous in your day-to-day life. We, you know, we want you, when you get home to your children, Um, When you're out in the public, we want you to not have to carry that load all by yourself. And we know that when you don't get help for things like this, again, uh, we try to block out a very natural human thing to do with traumas and uh, post-traumatic stress is reach for alcohol or uh, food addiction or a pill problem, you know, and they can manifest in gambling. It can manifest 
anything that will take my mind off of the trauma. And it's almost on a subconscious level. Like your body and your mind's trying to protect you from the trauma you went through. So um, you're going to start seeing the term healthcare worker PTSD, healthcare PTSD. These are all terms you're going to start seeing. And um, we should... We should. We need to. We need to get on the front line of this. And um, shame. It shouldn't be shame. Like my 40-year-old comedy friend, you shouldn't be a, have to have shame telling your friends that, hey, I'm struggling mentally. And I think uh, my friend would be surprised that if he said that to his friends, they would not uh, be surprised. They'd probably be more supportive than you think. I think a a human instinct is to help others. We don't want to see our friends suffer. We, you know, I think that's a very natural thing. Um, But for years, there was a stigma in our culture that you were weak. And I say you're just the opposite. You are powerful because you've uh, spoke your truth. All the philosophy in the world always talks about speaking your truth. The truth will set you free. Don't live alone. You are not alone with any type of traumatization. If you have the words to speak, uh, whatever your trauma was, somebody else has been through that trauma. Okay? You're not the only one that went through some sexual abuse. You're not the only one that was neglected. And so the magic is pairing up with other people that went through this experience and um, not letting it own you and letting you get in front of it. Again, we need to help our healthcare workers. Just wanted to come on and um, offer some resources. Um, I'm going to drop the price on uh, this SOAR 12-step book um, and uh, so people can access it very reasonably. Um, I'll bring it down to the minimum charge that Amazon lets me sell it at because I want to get the book out there in a big way and help you set up your meetings and um, prosper and achieve. And so you all have a wonderful holiday season coming up. Um, Don't be alone through the holidays. You want a friend, you need to reach out and be friendly, right? Um, you, You want kindness back, be kind to others. And so have a wonderful, prosperous day. And, um... Action, 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 and more action is how we get out of any problem, whether it's financial or uh, you have a mental health situation. And so uh, have a wonderful, awesome, prosperous day. Thanks for hanging out with Grandpa Jim here. Again, check out that Facebook page for resources. Uh, The movie that is there, a a film that I made, uh, Laugh Addict, Toxic Drug, or best medicine follows uh, not just Tony. It follows um, a path of recovery. It it looks at comedians, and a lot of comedians are traumatized, and that's kind of where the film started. Um, you know, I noticed a lot of people coming into my classes that were very depressed, and after they went through the seven week course, they would literally come up to me and say they cha- the the class changed their life. And so I thought, why not 
you know, try to spread some love, not just at night, but but throughout throughout the day. And um, and that's how I stumbled into mental health. I was like, wow, this laughter and stuff is really helping these people. So the film looks at laughter as a healing tool. And uh, maybe that's what we can all do today. Try to check out a funny film. Try to write a joke. Try to make somebody smile. So have a wonderful, prosperous day. And uh, till we meet again, have a great one. Thank you.